Blog Talk Radio. All right, we got Blog Talk Radio out the way. Now let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus. How God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Lord, your word says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our fault, that you are just and able to forgive us for all unrighteousness. I just want to thank the Lord, and I want to lift up the name of Jesus. And I'm going to do something very different tonight. We're going to start off with the chauffeur. the best I can do. I'm a trumpet player. I haven't played this show for over 10 years, but God gets the glory. We're going to shout out praises to Mount Zion. I am a supporter of Israel. I believe in the nation of Israel. I support Israel. Bless those who bless Israel and curse those who curse Israel. Genesis 12, 2, and 3. I do not believe that Israel should share their land with the Palestinians. That land belongs to Israel, not the Palestinians. I am pro-Israel. Amen. Now, we're going to talk about something. We're going to bind these demons because I want to make sure that you can hear me. He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. I bind Satan in the name of Jesus. I come up against the airways. I come up against Maseroth. I come up against voice bouncy electrical spirits that will try to knock me off the air. I come up against interference spirits, spirits that will have the phone to ring, spirits that will uh, allow you to be doing something else instead of listening to this word. The Bible says as soon as the word is sown, Satan comes immediately to choke it out of you, Mark 4.15. I bind that based on Matthew 18.18, 18, and I ask for angelic angels to assist me to keep me on air as I teach this word. In the name of Yeshua, the Messiah, we pray, amen. All right. Here we go. We're talking about the mind, thinking, reasoning, figuring stuff out. Now, when I was a hospital chaplain, I got attacked by a lot of people. People all around me was laughing at me. I got the last laugh now. Where are they at? They, they, I don't know where. I mean, I got hit with this. I would get persecuted. I've been persecuted for the word of God. I've been rejected. Jesus was rejected. I've been hated upon because I don't teach the norm. I'm not interested in being normal. Here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio, we do not do Christmas. We do not put a Christmas tree in our house. We don't do that. We are not traditional. I'm not into Thanksgiving. We don't do that either. We don't do the Easter bunny rabbits. We're not into the Democrat, Republican slave waffle, the, Demo- the Dixiecrats, the slave waffles, the Republican slave waffles. We're not a slave waffle. We're not a Dixiecrat or Independentcrats. We're not into that. We're strictly into the word of God. We believe that be in the world, but be not of the world, and we're definitely not traditional. Okay, I'm a pioneer, and I'm pioneering in my own ministry. I'm not copying after nobody. I'm not Derek Prince. I'm Emmett Overton. And I want to keep my mark as a humble man of God. I'm not perfect. I got many faults. I'm worse than any of the apostles. I'm worse than any other prophets. I shouldn't even be up here. I don't deserve to be here. But it's not for me to decide that. It's for the Lord. 
And I give all honor and glory to him, and I pray that your eyes and understanding will be illuminated today as the word of God teach you concerning how to hear God and how not to use your mind. Demons are waiting for an interest way into your mind. All Christians have natural tendencies for particular types of sin, all of us. Sensitivity to the Holy Spirit keeps the demonic attack from attacking us if we're sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And I want to teach tonight how to hear the Holy Spirit and how not to use your natural figuring things out in your mind. As what we said uh, yesterday, we're going to recapitulate. We don't believe in theological schools. You don't have to, if you call by God, please don't go to that because they're not going to train you by the Spirit. They're going to train you the rudiments of the fleshly mind. They're going to teach you how to do a sermon in the flesh, how to write it out, the doxology and all this so crazy stuff, and not be led of the Holy Ghost. As we said yesterday, you don't have to worry about what you're going to say or how that you're going to say it, for the Holy Ghost shall lead you at that hour what you need to say, Luke 12, 11 and Mark 13, 11. The Holy Spirit, the Word of God, is in you. For example, if there's an interruption of peace in your soul, the Holy Spirit gives a tightness in, the, in your spirit. Immediately you begin to practice spiritual warfare. And a lot of Christians don't know anything about spiritual warfare. Most of us in the body of Christ have been raised in traditional churches, which is a Sunday worship, which is totally not Scripture. Okay, let me say this here. It is not scripture. Jesus is Lord of Sabbath. It is not scripture for you to worship on Sunday. Jesus is Lord of Sabbath. He didn't say anything about nothing about no, no uh, Sunday. That's another subject. But we are Sabbath keepers here. We are not seven days of vintage. We believe in speaking in tongues. We believe in laying hands. We also believe in laying hands subtly or no man. We believe in casting out demons. Jesus cast out demons. We are not a worldly organization. We do not teach thou money cometh unto me. That is not in the Bible. We reject the doctrines of Creflo Dollar. We reject the doctrines of prosperity ministry. We reject the doctrines of Leroy Thompson, Eddie Long. We reject T.D. Jake's doctrine. We reject Joel Osteen. We reject Kenneth Hagen. We reject Jesse DePlantis. That's entertainment. Has nothing to do with spiritual warfare. We re receive the teachings from Dr. Derek Prince. We receive the teachings from Frank Hammond Winworthy and Frederick A.C. Price. We receive the teachings of Pastor Wayne C. Thompson, Fellowship of Faith Church. I'm an apostle of Pastor Wayne Thompson. I got ordained as a chaplain under Chaplain John Durton. I come from Fellowship of Faith Church International Ministries. Now, the Bible says in Hosea 4, 6 that my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. The church today and those names who are given you will not teach you spiritual warfare. We have congregations that's into intellectualism, rationalization, reason, and philosophy. That's earthly wisdom. That's not godly wisdom. As what we said yesterday, I'm going to recapitulate some things because we got to go back to get you where we left off yesterday. Amen. We talked about Golgotha. Golgotha is a place of a skull, the place where Jesus was crucified. When Jesus died at Golgotha, something took place. One, the skull represents the brain. Two, 
The brain represents man's fleshly mind. Three, the mind represents death to the spirit. You cannot hear God in the fleshly mind. The Bible says in Romans 8, 6, for to be carnally minded is death. See, when you're carnally minded and you're trying to learn the Lord from the spirit perspective, it's death because you can't learn it from the human uh, interpretation. It's not going to work. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritual minded is peace. Now, I'm going to do a mini-series of recapitulation because we have a lot to teach, and I want to slow down because some people say I go too fast. So I'm going to go very slow for you. And when I go slow, it's going to be longer to teach this. Get ready. 1 Corinthians 2.4, most of you come from intellectualism teachings. Most of you come from churches that do not cast out demons. They'll speak about the Beatitudes, Noah's Ark, leadership conference, how to be a leader, you know, but they're not going to dabble into confrontation with the devil. Well, here we teach you how to fight the good fight of faith and take your fingers, according to Psalms 144, verse 1, to make war, okay? Again, that's Psalms 144, verse 1. Psalms 144, verse 1. Now, I'm going to show some things to you that's going to be very shocking later on that Jesus never did anything in his natural mind. Christ never did anything. We're going to get to that uh, later on in this broadcast. He never did anything in his fleshly mind. Now, yesterday... We talked about the crown of thorns was a consistent painful reminder that Jesus uh, uh, put upon himself as a chastisement for us. The mind being the focal point of Satan's attack on us becomes high ground in the battle against Satan. Satan wants to attack our minds, our thinking, our thought process. That's what he wants to do. And we can't let him. We have to have the mind of Christ. And to have the mind of Christ, you need the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is the teacher. Now, if you don't have any word in you, you can't hear God. And a lot of pastors don't want you to hear God. They want to control you through witchcraft. That's right. Now, when a person says witchcraft, I want you to know that the Apostle Paul speaks of witchcraft as that of the flesh. And anytime you can control somebody... I don't want nobody to look up to me, call me for every five minutes. I need to quit. No, don't do that. I, I don't want nobody. I stop that because people are looking to me instead of Jesus. I got sin in me. There's no perfect person. No, there's no perfect pastor on this earth. Only one man that was sinless. That's Jesus. Okay? Including the Pope who they call Holy Father. And the Bible said call no man father, but there's only one father which is in heaven. None of us are perfect. No pastor on this earth is perfect. Stop looking up to these men. Respect the position. In the military, they would say, respect the rank. Okay? You may not like the person, but respect that rank. It's the same way. Most people are... So please stand by, please. All right, we're back on air. See, the devil is trying to get me off air. He just knocked it off. Now we're back on. 
And this is what's happened. You see, this is what's going on. Uh, we are now back in the room. I want to thank you again for listening to us at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. We just got knocked off the air. The devil is a lie. And, you know, this is what's going on. So I want to make sure, can anyone hear me? Anita Tate, Brother Chris Paul, is anyone out there that can tell me that they can see me? Can anyone see me? I'm trying to reach out to my audience. And I want to make sure that we're back on. I don't know if we're back on. I want to make sure that we're back on air before I start. I want to make sure that I'm back on the air before I start. Wait one minute. Chaplain John Durden, can you hear me? I hear you clearly. Can you write this down and call Brother Paul for me? I don't know if I'm on air on Facebook. Okay. Hello, Brother Paul, can you hear me? Okay, Sister Anita can see me. Okay, she can see me. God bless. I thank her. I tell you, the devil is a lie. And uh, he he is really coming up against this teaching. He doesn't want me to uh, teach this. So I'm going to have to go back on air. Wait one minute, please. Stand by. Chapman Durden, can you hear me? Very clearly. Brother John, you got the mic to talk to people. I got to do something. Go ahead. Uh, good evening, everybody. As you know, um, my buddy have a little problem here this morning. I mean, this afternoon. So let's just hang tight. Yeah, that's obvious. And show just how important that this message tonight. Because the Lord wants us to know that he wants us, when we prepare sermons, prepare teachings, uh, conferences, and everything else, he wants to make sure that we are in line with the Holy Spirit, because that's what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit gives us, inspires us as to what to say, what to write, and everything else. And so this is what's going on. I'm not surprised when we had that disconnection. I'm not surprised at all. Every time a very important session come up, especially the teaching, uh, those demonic spirits always interfere because they don't want you to hear it. And, I, and, I'm, and it's quite obvious, too, because uh, since he had, uh, the brother had announced the, the subject matter about getting out of the mind, uh, brother had a, I mean, boo-coos, the phone calls, all mad and stuff like that, and ready to beat him up or whatever, threaten him and stuff like that. Sure, how important it is, even the demons cut the doggone thing off. That's what happened. It's not okay. a normal electricity problem. All right, we're going, we're going right. back. We're going back. Okay. Hang on. Thank you. Thank you. We're going back on air. I'm trying to get back on air. Okay. We are back on air. Please stand by. I need everybody to be patient here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. Be be patient, please. Wait one minute. I have to call because I can't teach this sermon until I get somebody in this room. 
And uh, this is the devil's a lie. Uh, we got knocked off last time. We got knocked off again. He don't want this sermon, so please stand by. And I have to call to get the person back in the room. And um, I'm going to get this sermon done. So I want everybody to just hold what you got and just wait to make this phone call. I have to get my technician back in the room. I don't want anybody to be back in here texting something without my approval. And I have to call them. I can't give them the number on the phone. That's their private number. And time I got started, like this got knocked off, I, you know, and I had been praying for this. This called Voice Bounce of the Electrical Spirits. And their assignment is to block stuff like this. Now, if I was talking about that money coming, oh, they'll just leave me on and won't even bother me. They won't, they won't bother you at all when you're teaching something that's totally opposite of Scripture. So please stand by. I have to call my technicians. Stand by, please. I'm back on air. I got knocked off. The devil knocked me off. So you can get back in the room. I'm back on air. Thank you. Stand by. I got to call my technician. See, I, I'm already ready for this because uh, this is what happened when you got something powerful to teach. The devil don't want to, he, he don't want this getting out. I'm more determined to do it now than ever. I have to call my technician, so please stand by. I'm back on. I'm back on. I need you in the room. Okay, thanks. Okay, we're back on. See how the devil is? He's a liar. He don't want this. He don't want this sermon. And people need to really hear the Lord. I'm trying to get people to hear the Lord. And he doesn't want that. He is afraid. These are last days. And God is trying to get people to hear his voice. God does not want you to be dependent on no human being to hear the voice of God. Theologians and those who are in school, they can't hear God. They've been trained from their fleshly mind. And this is what the devil does. He hates this type of doctrine. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 5, in the book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, chapter 5, verse 24, it says, And ye said, Behold, the Lord our God hath shown us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice out of the midst of the fire. We have seen this day God does talk with man, and he liveth. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But in the church, they don't teach you how to hear the Lord. You don't hear no pastors uh, teaching you how to hear the Lord. They want you to hear them and follow them, not follow Christ. Okay? I always, when I was going to a church, they would always care me and want me to sit with other pastors and stuff. I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. I wanted to sit with the uh, brokenhearted. I want to sit with the blind, the deaf people. And I wouldn't sit over there with them. That's what Jesus would have done. And then they want to give me water and escort and open the door, open the door for me. I didn't want that. I didn't want that at all. I didn't want them open up no door for me. And I didn't want them 
to be honoring me and looking up to me. Look up to Jesus of Nazareth. See, when you're going to teach something, Satan moves very rapidly. Now I got to stop and wait on somebody to come through the door. Come on, brother. Where's it? Come on, man. So hang on, wait one minute, because I don't want any. See, when you when, when it's time to teach something like this, people don't know what they're doing. They're just doing something. But the devil times things. And, and people just innocent on their normal life don't nobody have a calling like this. So what he does is try to distract me, and I have gotten good at the game. Be patient, wait, and get it back right. The Bible said all things work together for good of those who love the Lord, who are called according to his purpose and real, Romans 8.28. Satan hates the truth. He don't want you to hear God. He don't want you to talk to the Lord. He definitely don't want you to have no fellowship with him. He wants you to have fellowship with an earthly person, but not the heavenly father. And what I'm trying to do is to teach people how to hear his voice. The Lord has did it with me on some grievous sins that I have committed and some things in my heart that is, that's not good. We all have to be dealing with things in our heart because the heart is evil above all imagination, desperately wicked, and I'm dealing with it. The devil wants you to be blind. He don't want you to talk to God. He don't want God to talk back to you. So what he'll do is give you another Jesus, 2 Corinthians 11, 3 and 4, and preach that gospel to you where you don't know anything about spiritual warfare. He's good at it. He's a master at it. I don't like him, and he don't like me. So it's, it's okay. The curse of not hearing God's voice, it's a curse when you can't hear the voice of the Lord. Now, if you're not taught it, if you don't have the doctrine and you don't have the anointing on the pastor, I am very, very particular who ministers to me. Okay? Let's go to Galatians chapter 1. I got to recapitulate before I go because I, I don't want to lose you. In the book of Galatians, see how fast I had to get back online? Demons are real. I seen them unplug the phone call. I called Brother Paul. I said, hey, man. He said, I know. I saw him unplug the thing, man, while I'm teaching. This is real. And see, this other gospel, this T.D. Jake's gospel, they don't teach you how to hear the voice of God. This Joe Osteen, he ain't teaching. Now, he definitely ain't going to teach you. Everything's okay. God loves everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we have an adversary that don't want you to fellowship with Christ, don't want you to hear his voice one-on-one. -on -one. And what he will do is give you another gospel. Paul speaks of another gospel two times in the Bible. The first one is in Galatians chapter 1, verse 9. Galatians chapter 1, verse 9. The first one is in Galatians chapter 1, verse 9. And the second one is 2 Corinthians 11.3. Now let's look at Galatians 1.8. And verse 1 9. Galatians 1 8 and 1 9. Another gospel. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach. There's another gospel. Watch this now. Unto you, then that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. See, that Creflo dollar, so that's a curse. Teaching that mess. That's not biblical what he's teaching. Uh, Leroy Thompson, thou money cometh unto me. That sounds like the King James Version, but it's not in the Bible. 
The Bible says seek not to become rich. So this other gospel is very heavy in America. Very heavy. Then he warns us again in Galatians 1.9, as we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel, if any man preach any other gospel unto you, then that you have received, let him be a curse. This is why people can't hear, hear the Lord. Now, the other one is in 2 Corinthians. I happen to be on Galatians 1.8, so I used that first. Brother Paul put it in there. And I thank him for that because when Brother Paul's not in that room, those demons really get crazy. People start texting. Uh, what is it? And they're trying to talk to me while I'm teaching. It brings confusion. God is not the author of confusion. He does things in decency and order. In the future, if you see me get off air, don't panic and don't go to bed. See, somebody was in here to get in here, and they left. Well, he's gone. They're gone now. See, he, he didn't want those persons to hear it. Don't let your flesh and mind say he's gone. Wait. I'm going to get back in that room. Just be patient and wait. I have to tell people that before because I know how the enemy attacks. Now, in 2 Corinthians, in the 11th chapter, this is very prominent in the black church, the African-American church, heavy. Okay, they're heavy with this other Jesus. You know, and they jumping up and down, singing emotionally. That's how they control you. Now they got you. They ain't teaching you nothing. They ain't teaching you nothing. Gospel that you're supposed to be receiving is based on Mark chapter 3, verse 13, but you don't get this. And this is why people can't hear God. They don't have the fundamental basic teaching that Jesus ordained his 12. And Jesus ordained his 12 and commissioned them to do something. He did not commission them to say, Thy money cometh unto me. It's pitiful. It's so sad. It is so sickening to hear that mess and people listen to it. And people really gravitate to that because it doesn't bring any conviction. I had a pastor from Greater Works International Ministries out of Jamaica. I took him off air. He went on the Internet and said, send in $190 for the covert virus, and you can get healed. Now, you got to send in some money to a man to get healed when Jesus died. That man didn't die on the cross for me. Greater Works didn't die on the cross for me. They worship on Sunday. They don't worship on Monday. They're money, money, money. Every time it comes, money. One time they had me to teach, they put me on a Monday night. They didn't put me on Sunday. They put me on Monday with less people. But yet they were using my broadcast. Yeah, he blessed me with some money. He gave me five and all here and there. Okay, that's fine. But that ain't going to make me want to stick with a person when they break off from the truth. There's nowhere in the Bible that you got to charge somebody money to give somebody scripture. The true gospel is when he goeth up into a mountain and calleth unto him whom he would. And they came unto him. And he ordained twelve that they should be with him, and that he might send them forth to preach, one, to have power to heal sickness, two, and to cast out devils. If that's not happening in the church, to me, it's another gospel. People call me and ask me, have you heard of Dr. Leroy Hillmore? No, I don't. I'm not interested in him either. Have you heard of Juanita Bynum? And Juanita Bynum is not no evangelist. An evangelist cast out demons. Juanita Bynum is not an evangelist. She's an entertainer. Daryl Parson, uh, it sound real good, 
but they're, they know, but they're not dealing here. And then they got towels to make money off of you, and they got water that they pour in a bottle and say this is holy water. It's not ordained by Christ. They ain't casting out no demons. You got Creflo Dollar with a jet flying around and not casting out one devil out, setting his butt on a gold uh, uh, commode, and he ain't even raising the dead. Jesus said raise the dead. We ain't even at that level, no less casting out demons. That gospel will block you from hearing what the Lord says. That gospel is very detrimental to an individual. You're not going to grow Listen to that mess. It is not going to help you. Now, when you can't hear God, a curse comes on you. God wants you to hear him. So tonight you may have to renounce your Baptist ideology, your Presbyterian with your intellectualism, your intellectual words. That is not the power of God. It is not. Okay? I had a person offer me to come to the church and teach Sunday. I'm not coming. I told him I'd come on a Saturday or Thursday. I'm not doing it because Jesus never teaches on no Sunday. And your, you people go to this stuff and run it, and then you'll try to justify it. You can't do that. Now let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 8, and we're going to go to verse 20. As the nations which the Lord destroyed before your face, so shall ye perish, because ye would not be obedient to the voice of the Lord your God. Well, how can you be obedient to the voice of God when you have been taught to hear the voice of God? With that other gospel. Well, how is it? Oh, he taught very well. You got people that will run to church because he's an intellectual pastor. He has a silver tongue. That's how Barack Obama got in office. He speaks very eloquent. Yet what did he do? Uh, African-American president signed papers to legalize two men to get married. That's against the scriptures. I don't care whether he's a Democrat or not. That is against the Bible for two men, a black man sign papers to legalize homosexuality. So it ain't got nothing to do with color. It got something to do with standing up with the word of God. Amen? Now, you will come under curse if you don't obey his voice. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 4. Deuteronomy 13, 4 tells us, and ye shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice, and you shall serve him and cleave unto him. Obey his voice, him, not the pastor. Most pastors are so controlling that I have known a, another two brother, a brother in the Lord left the same church I left because this pastor is going to tell him who he can't marry and who he can marry. And no pastor is supposed to tell you who to marry, who you can't marry. Now, if you're bringing a man in there, you're a man, yeah, he can correct you for that. But can't no man tell a person who to marry if it's a woman? They, they can marry who they – well, he, been, uh, they was, uh, he was married two times. Hey, that's on them and that person. Stay out of that. And, and the pastors have too much control over people. I don't want to control you because it's witchcraft. I want the word of God in you where you can hear the Lord. So when you can't hear him, it's a curse. So what you're going to have to do after this broadcast is to renounce all that church doctrine that you had that was another gospel. That brings a curse on you. That's why you can't hear the Lord. Amen? All right, the next one is Acts chapter 12, verse 22. Acts chapter 12. 
verse 22. I, I'm a changed person when it comes to reading the Bible. When it comes to the Word, I change every. I'm very, very adamant in this. I'm serious about it because people are not being taught. It is so sad to see people lacking in the body of Christ. Why are they lacking? Well, who are they under? I only listen to Derek Prince. So if you call me, people tell me, who's there? I don't know who they are. This African pastor, you better be careful those African pastors because they got a good game for you. All they want is money. They're poor. Most of them are poor. And what they do, they get all this money and they forget everything about you. But the Lord don't do that. This is why you have to hear the Lord so people won't be taking your money. In Acts chapter 12, verse 22, it says, even as the Rubach and the, uh, wait a minute, that's Deuteronomy. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 12:22. the Lord caught me. And the people gave a shout saying, it is the voice of a God and not of a man. And immediately the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not God the glory. And he was eaten of worms and gave up the ghosts. But the word of God grew and multiplied. Some of us have the word of God, but it's not rightly divided. And when it's not rightly divided based on 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, it has to be rightly divided. And that's what we're going to do with this journey tonight. Amen? Now, when we obey his spirit, we get benefits. Let's look at the benefits from obeying the voice of God. Let's go to Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. Exodus. And he said, if thou wilt diligently hearken unto the voice of the pastor. No, it didn't say that. It says the voice of the Lord, thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. He wants to heal us, but if we're in another gospel, we're not going to know anything about getting healed. We're not going to know nothing about getting healed. They don't teach this. They don't even teach you about how to hear the voice of God. They are entertaining you. Now, in John 6, 63, Jesus said, It is the spirit that quickened. The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. None of us have been taught that this word is spirit. And when the word get in you with the Holy Ghost, with the aid of the assistance of the Holy Spirit, every word that you read go in your spirit, God can put it up. And that is how you can hear his voice. The Holy Spirit can speak to you. In John 7:39, he says that the Holy Spirit can speak to you. John 7:39. Let's look at this. John 7:39. But this speak he of the Spirit. And now you go to these churches on Sunday. Ain't nobody going from the Spirit. Because if they was, they'd get healing. They'd get word of knowledge. They'd get a rhema word. You'll see prophecy in operation. You don't see that in the church today, which they believed on him, should receive for the Holy Ghost was not given 
because that Jesus would not glorify it. Now that Christ is glorified, we have the Holy Spirit, and we should let the Holy Spirit teach us. Now, when Jesus died, I want you to study this in Matthew chapter 27, verse 33. Study what Golgotha means, a place of a skull. I've been to Israel twice, and it looks like a skull where that crucifixion was. And that's when the Lord told to me, he said, I died that you don't have to use that natural mind no more. Now, don't forget what we said when we began this broadcast about Genesis chapter 3, because the devil tempted Adam and Eve through thought. It was thought that made Eve sin because she wanted to be like a god. Don't forget that. See, thought can really mess us up. And some of these thoughts that we receive, according to Ezekiel 38.10, thou shalt think an evil thought and not cast those thoughts down, this is where we start getting in trouble, using our mind. I had a pastor tell me, how you write, how you think and remember all this? I don't think and remember nothing. Now, it's also in about the place of a scholar is in the book of Mark, chapter 15, verse 22, and in John, chapter 9, verse 17. Now, we are just getting cooking. In Jeremiah... Chapter 6, verse 19, it says, Hear, O earth, behold, I will bring evil upon this people, even the fruits of their thoughts. A lot of people do a lot of thinking, figuring stuff out, analyzing. That is not the Holy Ghost. Because they have not hearkened unto my words, nor to my law, but rejected it. Now, all this thinking, God has something to say about that. God doesn't like it because how you thinking is not the way God thinks. So you've got to be off key. In Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8, the Bible says, My ways are not your ways, neither are my thoughts are yours. So that's saying that how we think God doesn't think that way. Why God don't think that way? Because God doesn't have no flesh in mind. He is spirit. Let me say this again. God does not have a fleshly mind. God is a spirit, and we must worship him in spirit and in truth. And we don't worship him in spirit, we can't hear him. My sheep hear my voice. Well, you've got to put something in your spirit to hear him. Now, I'm going to show you all this thinking and figuring stuff out. God hates it. Let's look at a scripture that's going to show you how much God hates it. In the book of Psalms, chapter 119, chapter 113, he speaks it so clearly. God says in the book of Psalms, okay, I didn't say this, Pastor Emmett over didn't, didn't say this. God says this in Psalms, chapter 119, verse 13. I hate. Now, the word hate is a very powerful word. Definition for hate. Look at the definition of hate. Intense hostility, usually diverting from anger or sense of injury. God does not like you to be thinking and figuring stuff out. I hate Vain, V-A-I-N, 
vain thoughts, but thy law do I love. So your thoughts is different from the word of God because they're carnal. Your thoughts are carnal. A carnal mind man is an enemy between God. That's in Romans 8, 6. You've been trained to serve God in the carnal. That's why people can't see demons. This is why people don't have the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. This is why prophecy cannot be functioned in the church, because everybody is in the flesh trying to serve God. You can't serve God in the flesh. Now, in Romans chapter 8, verse 6, I'm going to give you a scripture for everything I'm saying. Dr. Derek Prince is my pastor. <laughs> Dead and gone, but I'm still up on them. And I'm going to step on them. To our, I, I, it, when I hear other teaching, if it's not Derek Prince, I don't even listen to it. I, I'm not being biased. There are some anointed people out there. I don't have time to search for them. I, I'm busy every day. So I'm going to stick with Derek Prince. It got me this far. Okay? Now, in Romans 8, 6, the Bible says this here. Let's go to Romans 8, 7. Uh, matter of fact, let's just bag this up and let's go to life in the spirit. Romans 8, 1. We'll do it like this because it's still dealing with the same thing. In Romans chapter 8, verse 1, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do is that it was weak through the flesh. God sending his son, now he sent his son and died out Golgotha, so that he can replace the fleshly mind that our first mother and father messed up by thinking and analyzing. And Satan told Eve, you'll be like God. That's why Jesus had to die on the cross at Golgotha to replace that fleshly mind so that the Holy Spirit can give us the mind of Christ, 1 Corinthians 2.16, Philippians 2.5. Then he says in verse 3 of Romans 8.3, For what the law could not do is that it was weak through the flesh. God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they, that after, for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. See, the natural mind is never going to understand the things of the spirit. You figuring it out. Oh, let me see. Hang on with me. And your eyes moving around. I say, Lord, that's a waste of time. When people call me and do counseling, I don't listen to them. I learned that 12 years ago. Brother John can tell you I would walk out. I would try to show him years ago and walk out and come and people say amen. And I go tell them everything they need to hear. I'm not depending on my human mind to teach this sermon. I have not practiced nothing. I don't believe in writing no sermon out and figuring it out. It's the flesh. The Holy Spirit will lead me at that hour of what I need to say. Luke 12, 11, Mark 13, 11. Then he says this in Romans 8, 6. Here's the key. For to be carnally minded is death. See there? You can't use your fleshly mind to hear the things of God. It's not going to work. It is not going to work. So to be calmly minded is death. And then people start getting books to try to read to make it understandable. You ain't going to get it. I don't read no books no more, just the Bible. You know, those good books are good. I read all of them. 
It ain't nothing like reading the Bible. Have you read, and all the books I got is Derek Prince, so it goes right back to the Word. So I'm very particular of what I read. I'm not an advocate to tell you to go buy this book or go get this book, although I have told people to get this book here, Shaping History, and I will promote Derek Prince because he can hear the Spirit of God. Shaping History is a very powerful book that tells us what's going on in today's society with the politics of this world, which is not of God, which is another subject. But God wants us to hear his spirit. He says, because the carnal mind is carnal, enemy against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Most theologians go to these graveyard schools and they just kill them with that thinking and analyzing and philosophizing Christ. They can't hear God. Derek Prince called them educated enemies of God. And I knew one, Emmanuel Williams, E.W., he was an educated enemy of God. I met E.W. when I was a hospital chaplain. Everything was from the mind. He wanted me to go to college and get education. God didn't tell me to go to college. None of the disciples went to college. I don't believe a man can teach you this. You know why a man can't teach you this? The Apostle Paul hit it straight up when he said this in Galatians chapter 1. Verse 12, can't no class teach this to you. This can come only by our Savior. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. You have to get this by the revelation of Jesus Christ. It has to be revealed to you. You have to humble yourself. Before I read the, Lord, the word, I ask the Lord to forgive me for all my sins, known and unknown. I always do that. I always ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. And there's times when I read the Bible, when I'm reading it, I can see other scriptures connected. Well, the Holy Spirit can pull stuff out of me to teach me to continue to stick with the word because I'm not teaching you. The word is teaching you tonight. I'm just giving you the scripture. But if I didn't study the Bible, I couldn't give this to you. So we have a part to do is to study and let the Holy Spirit pull things up from your spirit. Now, in order to teach like this, it takes faith. Some people go say, well, I'm worried about what somebody say if I say something wrong or what they, uh, you know, you're worrying about them and you can't step out in faith to teach like this. Pastor Wayne C. Thompson, Erico 404-346-1162, Fellowship of Faith Church. I would talk to my pastor. And we were riding the car, and then he'd get right back and go teach, just like this. And I asked him, I said, hey, how do you do that? Study the word, brother. That's all he told me. Study the word. Get the Holy Ghost. And I sat under my pastor, and now I teach like that. Steve Lee teaches like that. Nelson Dean teaches like that. Daryl Parsons teaches like that. You don't need to go to no school to hear the Holy Ghost. You're wasting money. Go to, go to college, be a doctor, a lawyer, a nurse, a Stay out of them theological schools because they're not going to accept deliverance. They don't even believe that there's demons. So you don't need that. Amen? You have to get this by the what? Revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, I want you to see this here in verse 7 because the carnal mind is an enemy. You see this here? This natural thinking and human intellect is an enemy against God. That's in Romans 8, 7. It's an enemy against God. 
Now, here you trying to hear the Lord using an enemy against God. It's not going to work. Somebody says, time for you to teach. You get nervous. Oh, no. You worry about what the person is going to think about you more than Christ. That's fear. You got to deal with fear. You got to have faith. Now, how do you get faith? I can't give it to you. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing, Romans 10, 17. You have to hear it. You have to step out in faith. When the disciples was doing very good, Peter was walking until he started looking at it, and then all of a sudden he stopped walking on the water. Well, what happened? Peter got right into his mind, and his mind was saying, look here, you're on the water. You ain't going to be able to do that. The human part of us gets in the way of hearing God. The human part of us gets in the way of hearing God, the human part of us. And that is what we have to get moved out the way. We have been trained to use our mind through education, doctors, lawyers. That's good. But when it comes to open up that Bible, that human mind, God does not use that mind. He's not going to talk to you in your mind. He's going to talk to you in your spirit. Because the carnal mind is enemy against God. Now watch this. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So you going to school to be a theologian, to go to school, you ain't gonna be that ain't gonna help you hear God. You'll know the history of the Bible, some basics or terminologies, but you ain't gonna be able to hear the Lord. It's carnal. It's opposed to God. This is why we have to humble ourselves in order for the Lord to give us revelation. In that case, we don't need the Holy Ghost. If you can use your mind, then what's the purpose of the Holy Spirit? See, your mind got corrupt when Eve made that mistake in Genesis chapter 3 when the devil told her, you'll be like God. And she started thinking, and that was it. The devil knew how to attack us. So he'd been playing this game a long time. Ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun. Then notice that the Apostle Paul says this, because the carnal mind, the carnal, C-A-R-N-A-L, the carnal mind is an enemy against God. Watch this. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Now watch what Paul says after that. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So when you are in your natural mind, you can't hear God. You're not pleasing God. Every time I would teach this years ago at the chaplaincy, wouldn't nobody be in there. I'd be in there with two or three people, and they were just sitting there going through the rudiments, amen, but in their heart they rejected it. I already knew that. In their hearts they rejected it. But they would say amen to me, and I had the scripture. That was the only reason why they didn't stop me. But Brother John stuck, stuck out with me, and he let me stay there, and I thank God for that. But ye are not in the flesh but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. You can't use this with your fleshly mind. It's just not going to work. Now, let's go to Isaiah chapter 65, verse 17. Isaiah 65, 17. Isaiah 65, and we're going to go to verse 17. For behold, 
I create new heaven and a new earth. Former shall not be remembered. Nor, watch this, nor come into mind. It ain't going to come in your mind when he gives a revelation. It's not going to come in your mind. If I had a person call me and say, I got a revelation from my mind. I said, that's impossible. Your mind, the carnal man, the carnal-minded man is an enemy between God. God is not going to use an enemy. It had been corrupt with Adam and Eve. Man got off the phone and hung up and cussed me out. Wasn't him. I called a demon out. Now, let's go to Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 16. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 16. Straight scripture. And it shall come to pass, when ye be multiplied and increased in the land, in those days, says the Lord, they shall say no more. The ark of the covenant of the Lord, neither shall it come to mind. See, that should not, you can't, he ain't going to go there. Neither, watch this, neither shall it come to mind. Neither shall thou remember it, neither shall they visit it, neither shall they be done anymore. It's not going to come from your natural mind. It's not going to work. God says it all through the Bible. You just have to search and find it. Now, I like this one here. Oh, my, this is my favorite. Psalms 31.12. I got this by studying. I didn't get this from Derek Prince. I got this from Emmett Overton. Psalms 31.12. I love Derek Prince now, but the Lord talked to Emmett Overton too. Psalms. 3112, and I'm nothing like Derek Prince. He's way better man than me. I'm just a a man just trying to get to heaven. I, I don't like titles. And if you stay humble, the Lord will honor that. I don't do no autographs. I don't like nobody uh, armor-bearing me. In Jamaica, they want to open the doors for you and set you down and treat you like you're an ambassador. Ain't no such thing as no ambassador. I'm, just, I'm an apostle. I'm a warrior. I'm a soldier. Soldiers don't get honored like that. When the Navy SEALs and Special Forces and Green Beret do an operation, you don't even know they're doing it. And when they come back, they don't go tell nobody what they did. They just go to the bar and do their thing and go back home. Well, we are supposed to be like that. And pride will definitely get in the way. Pride get up in there. You ain't going to hear nothing. Because you're so close to the devil with that pride in you, you ain't going to hear nothing. When you got a lot of pride, anger, anger stops you from hearing the Lord also. Be in mind that we are soldiers. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 says, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. I'm a soldier. And if you stay humble and not use your mind and just study the word, God will honor it. Now, let's go to Psalms chapter 31, verse 12. Look at this here. I am forgotten as a dead man. Watch this now. Out of mind. See that? Your mind, you're dead. Watch this now. Look, look what King David says about that mind. I am like a broken vessel. It ain't going to work. And Emmanuel William would come in and frown up and look at me and his mind thinking, he analyzing before he speaks. 
this is ridiculous. I don't want to be like E.W. Emmanuel Williams. I don't want ever be no pastor. And that first man taught me. And in the spirit realm, the Lord, when I was first getting learning the ministry of deliverance, I started fasting. And the Lord began to open up the spirit room to me. I saw slitter slitterses on top of his head. Slitter slitterses is a demonic spirit of intellectualism. It attracts people. Hitler had the slitter slitterses spirit in him. Intellectual, oratorical. Obama had the slitter slitterses in, in him. Trump didn't have the slitter slitter. He's a gangster. He had a thug in him. A thug's way of talking. Ignorant thug. God don't like people like that. Look what David says. I am forgotten as a dead man out of mind. Look at that. I am like a broken vessel. It's broke. Won't work. But what we do, <laughs> we still try to learn the Lord that way. And we cannot hear the God from our flesh and mind. It's not going to work. Amen. Now, I want to go back to Isaiah Sixty-five two. Isaiah sixty-five two. Oh Lord, have mercy! Now, when you're in your mind, God. Consider that as, as, as rebellion, but you ain't been taught this. Now that you know it, the blood's on you. You cannot understand Scripture by trying to remember it. People always call me and say, how do you know the Scripture so much? Well, I learned it by watching Derek Prince. He ain't going on notes. Derek Prince will open the Bible and go to it. And the Lord told me that requires a lot of studying. For Wednesday and Thursday and Friday for three years, I studied from 9 o'clock in the morning to 2 o'clock in the morning, and I fasted every Wednesday and Thursday, Friday for three years. I humbled myself. I got rid of Roman Catholicism. I rededicated my life. I broke an oath with the military. I broke an oath with secret organizations. All that stuff will block you from hearing God, and I humbled myself, and I just read. And I kept reading, and all of a sudden, eight, nine months to come across, I can hear nine, Mark 9, 6. And Lord said, I'm Jesus of Nazareth. Man, when I first heard that, I urinated on myself. I was so scared. I ain't never heard nobody tell me he's Jesus of Nazareth. But he wants to talk to you. He will talk to you through his word, not through your mind. Now, let's look at Isaiah 65, 2. I've spread out my hands all the day unto a rebellious people which walk it in a way that was not good after their own thoughts. You see this here? You're walking in your own thoughts using your mind. That has nothing to do with the Holy Ghost. Nothing. And this is why people are falling short of hearing the voice of God. Now, let's go to Jeremiah chapter 44, verse 21. Jeremiah 44, verse 21. Jeremiah 44, and we're going to go to 44, 
21 of the book of Jeremiah. The incest that ye burnt in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, ye and your fathers, your kings and your princes, and the people of the land, did, did not the Lord remember them? And it came, and came it not into his mind. See, God don't use no mind. Jesus says what I should do, you should do, John 14, 11, and 12. Jesus never used his mind. Nowhere in the Bible did Jesus use his mind, and I'm going to show you scriptures tonight. He had never did anything by thinking. We, as we looked last night, we looked where he says, take ye no thought. And what you do, you've been trained to use your mind. You've been, you, you can use it in college. You can use it to get your masters, but you can't use it in the spirit realm because those laws don't work, and the devil knows that. Look what God says. Lord, have mercy. The incense that ye burn in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, ye and your father, your kings, and your prince, princes, and the people of the land, did not the Lord remember them? But God didn't remember them through his mind because he don't have a mind. He gave us a mind. That mind was originated, was really holy before Satan corrupted by bringing thought to Eve. See how the devil is? I got a person in this room that really needs to hear this. And the devil don't want this brother to hear this. This is why the devil is knocking me off air. He didn't knock me off air of broad talk because this, this brother and some people in that room are trying to learn how to hear the voice of God. And I have been knocked off the room two times. These are demons working. They don't want nobody to hear this sermon, but they're going to hear it. They're going to hear this. So what did God do? Now, I want you to know that Jesus was already in the beginning now because he's in Genesis 126. Jesus is in Genesis 126. So this ain't nothing new for Christ. He ain't just came on in the New Testament. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, and God said, let us, that's more than one, make man in our own image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the earth. Once mankind sinned, who comes to the, the gate to help us? He had to die at Golgotha, and he was prophesied about that. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, and I will put enemy between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. He died at Golgotha, a place of a skull, so that we can have the mind of Christ. Now, since we got that, I want you to Know that when you use your fleshly mind, in Colossians chapter 2, verse 18, speaks of the fleshly mind, you're not going to hear the Spirit of the Lord when you use your fleshly mind. Now, what we're going to do before we close, because we've got a lot to teach, we're going to stop and pick back up Tuesday. But before we do this and pick back up, I want to show you something. Jesus Christ never, nowhere in the Bible, did any thinking in his ministry. And I want to make sure this brother's in the room so I can hear. Hey, hey, can you hear me, Brother John? 
Very clearly. Okay. I got off the air and people got knocked off. And see, when I get knocked off, people leave. Devil said, go ahead on. He's off air. Now they're gone. They think I'm off air. See how the devil works? Now look at this here. Before we close, I'm going to give you 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and 11 scriptures. Uh, I want to give them to Brother Paul first, and I hope him to type it into the room before I read them out. The first scripture is in the book of Mark, chapter 2, verse 8. Let's go to Mark 2, 8 before we close. The book of Mark, verse 8. And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit, he didn't perceive it in his mind. Mark 2, verse 8. He did not perceive that in his mind. You see that? He didn't perceive that in his mind. Look at this before we close. This is very, very important that you learn this. What did the Bible say is where Jesus perceived this at? It definitely wasn't from his mind. And when I hear somebody tell me about thinking and analyzing, I know that's not God. I don't care who you are. God is not going to use your fleshly mind to do no ministry. It ain't going to work. Now, the fleshly mind is in Colossians 2.19, the fleshly mind. And most theologians and pastors are teaching from that perspective. This is why you can't get no healing. This is why you can't get no word of knowledge. They're doing it puffed up by his fleshly mind. That's in Colossians chapter 2, verse 18, the fleshly mind. In the scriptures of Mark chapter 2, verse 8, it says, And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit. Now, in 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 and 24, we have a body, mind, soul, and spirit. Most Christians are dealing with this in the soul, in the mind, not from the spirit. Jesus didn't perceive nothing from his intellectualism. He didn't use intellectualism. He used the Holy Ghost. And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned, that goes to thinking. See, the Holy Spirit, when people thinking, the Lord know your thoughts, Ezekiel 11, 5, he know all your thoughts. And when I was at the chaplaincy, I had an upper advantage on a lot of people. The Lord was telling me they're in there talking about you, but love them. The Lord would tell me. I didn't take it personal. That's when the Lord started teaching me before he gave me, got me in a full-time ministry. Don't take nothing personal. Because when the minute you take something personal, guess what's going to get in the way? Your soul. And where your soul is connected to? Your mind. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It says that you got a soul and a spirit. Well, in the great nothing doctrine, the mind men, the educated enemies of God, they teaching from the soul. I'm teaching from the spirit. Because Jesus taught from the spirit. In this scripture, we see that he's perceiving from his spirit, not from his mind. And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned, that go to intellectualism, reasoning, figuring stuff out, eyeballing, that's fleshly, within themselves, he said to them, why reason ye these things in your heart? Now it went from the mind to their heart. 
They ain't got nothing to do with the spirit. Let's look at the book of Matthew, chapter 4, verse 1, before we close. Matthew, chapter 4, verse 1. Then was Jesus led up of the spirit. Well, what happened to the mind? He never used it. In the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. He had to do it in the spirit to be tempted of the devil. So when the devil tempts us and we're trying to deal with it in the mind, it ain't going to work. The devil got an advantage. He know about that mind. Well, how does he know about the mind? It was the devil that used the snake. And I asked the Lord, how did the devil, Lord, why did the devil use the snake? Because the devil was a very observant person before he attacked Adam and Eve. He was kicked out of heaven. The Bible says that there are other worlds. Amen. Now you say, what is he talking about? Well, there are other worlds. And when the universe is moving, the Lord showed me, Jesus said, I'll be so hell Satan and fall out of heaven like lightning, Luke ten eighteen. He came out and he hit the earth. There are other worlds. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2, had in these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he had appointed heirs of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. W-O-R-L-D-S. Tell NASA they can save a whole lot of money trying to search for UFOs because there are other worlds. That's in Hebrews 1-2. That takes save you a billions of dollars. Now, notice that Jesus was perceived in his spirit to deal with the devil. You can't deal with the devil through your intellectualism. The devil will wear you out in your mind. Now, let's go to Mark chapter 8, verse 12. We're looking at Jesus and what he did. We should copy what Jesus did. Please don't copy what Creflo Dollar does or Eddie Long. He gone on the way yet. Or T.T. Jakes. They can't hear God. They're just entertaining you. Okay? And it's sad that these churches, especially the black churches, they get up in here and they bring in the NAACP and all this. They ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. Racism is a demonic spirit. It's not a political issue, but they turn it around. See, God, the church is so messed up, man. You got people in churches dealing with Ouija boards. I had a pastor say he had Ouija board night. That's not God. And people are getting so messed up. Well, I go to this church, and, and does, he church, does he teach on Sunday? Yeah, I don't, I'm through with him right there. Well, you know, but it ain't no but. Jesus never taught. Show me in the Bible that Jesus teached on a Sunday. You cannot show me. Now, let's look at this. Mark eight twelve, And he slightly deepened in his spirit. Well, wait a minute. How come he's not deepening in his mind? Why is Jesus doing it in the spirit and you doing it in the mind? But Jesus got it right. We got to do what Jesus did. Tell that to a theologian. Tell that to a prosperity minister. They don't want this ain't popular to him because he just don't bring money. And he cited deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek after a sign? Verily I say unto you, there shall no signs be given unto this generation. He perceived that from his spirit. He didn't perceive that from his human thought. Let's go to Luke chapter one, verse eighty. Luke. Chapter 1, verse 80. Luke, chapter 1, 
verse 80. And the child grew and waxed strong in his mind. No, he didn't say that. And waxed strong in his spirit. Shouldn't this wake you up, these scriptures, to tell you to come out that mind? When I used to tell people that at the hospital, they laughed at me. I got the last laugh. Oh, you talking about coming out no mind. He's ridiculous. They caught him. They couldn't understand that. I got attacked by this. I had family members to call me and told me I'm no longer, I'm Jim Jones. I'm not Jim Jones. I can hear the Lord. I got the last laugh. I've been persecuted with this doctrine. I've been uh, hated. I've been not liked, unwanted. Child grew and waxed strong in spirit. Has nothing to do with that mind. They used to say a mind is a terrible thing to waste. It's a good thing in the spirit realm. I don't use it. And people talk to me, and they don't know this doctrine. They say, "How did, uh, did you? How do you remember that?" I say, "Uh, uh, 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 uh." I don't even let the thought come to my mind with that mess. It took a long time to get it out of me. So you got to get it out of you. Now let's go to Luke chapter two, verse twenty-seven. And he came by the Spirit. I still don't see nothing about, about no mind. He came by the Spirit into the temple. Well, I need a scripture to show me he came by his mind. Not going to see it nowhere in the Bible. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him after the customs of the law, he did not come in there with his mind. But he came there by his spirit. Let's go to Luke 10.21. Luke chapter 10, verse 21. Now, oh, I like this. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in spirit and said, it's something about in that hour. If you see Mark 13, 11, and Luke 12, 11, it speaks about in that hour. Please tell, all right, now I'm back in the room. See, the devil don't want this man here, nothing about this. And he's fighting, and I'm fighting back. This is spiritual warfare live. You've seen me get knocked off the air three times. You see me come right back in. This is a war. Now, my Internet connection is restored. These demons don't want this on here. Now, I'm going to stop that because I got too much wilder stuff, so I'm going to make some changes and shed a whole lot of this stuff down that has nothing to do with the gospel because I cannot afford the devil to hit me like this all the time. That'll hinder me. See, he wants to hinder this. He does not want these three scriptures out. Thank you, Brother Paul. I thank for this brother up in here texting because it let me know where I'm at. All right, we're going to, we got one, two, three more to go. We're going to go to John, no, Luke. Uh, and when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into my hands I command my spirit. And having said this, he gave up the ghost. He commanded his spirit, protecting his spirit. We're going to command his mind. He commanded his spirit. All right. We got one, two, three more. John six I'm going to get knocked off. We got a lot of stuff running in here. That means that there's four or five different... TVs, and I'm going to have to do, eliminate some of them. John 6, 63. 
John 6, 63. I've been knocked off three times. I'm still fighting to get back in here. Jesus says, it is the spirit that quicketh, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. How about they're not about mine? They're not mine. They're spirit. They're spirit, and they are life. I ask you this. Study Mark one twelve and John 7.39. Mark one twelve and John 7.39. True worshiper, worship him in spirit and in truth, not from the human mind. The human mind is an enemy against God. It is hostile to God. It doesn't work. I want to thank you for listening to us here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. It's been a battle. We got through it. And next time I get back on, I'm going to make sure I got a connection because I'm going to use another computer that's connected straight to my Ethernet to eliminate this problem. I do have a bag up, and I'm going to use Brother Paul's towels. God bless all of you. We want you to sow a seed here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. Please go to www.livedeliverance.com. On the lower left hand of the icon, you can sow a seed. Also, www.livedeliverance.com. You go to GoFundMe. God bless you. Come out the mine. Part three, Tuesday, shalom to you. God bless. So a seed, we're trying to raise money to get one computer. We need one laptop. I thank the Lord for this external hard job that this brother Paul donated to us. It's keeping us on air. You can also listen to Derek Prince tonight, Frank Hammond, at www.livedeliverance.com and go to YouTube. Derek Prince will be on at 10 o'clock tonight for three straight days. God bless and shalom. Stand by for those in LiveDeliverance.com and those in the blog talk room. I want to thank every last one of you for participating and listening. We're going back to regular broadcast. Thank you. Okay, was knocked off the air three times. Chaplain John Durden, you have the mic. Amen, brother. I knew when we got cut off, I knew that uh, we were being attacked by demonic spirits. And each time, man, I prayed the whole time to cut back on in tongues to help out with the fighting of these demonic spirits. Praise God. And I wrote all these scriptures down. I got all 12 of them that you gave for the last couple of minutes. And I'm personally going to look those scriptures up, and I'm also just going to study it. So my night is not over. When I get through with this, I mean, when you close down, I'm going to study all 10, 11, 12 of those scriptures that you gave a few minutes ago, plus the others that I've written down earlier. It was a powerful teaching, and I know it was the Holy Spirit. It was not you. It was the Holy Spirit. And those scriptures you gave, it, it showed that Jesus was always giving credit to the Spirit, not to his intelligence, but he always gave it to, to, the, um, to the listening to the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, that was wonderful and great. Thank you, brother, for being obedient to the calling of the Lord. Amen. God bless everybody. Have a wonderful evening and shalom. Welcome to my gymnasium. <laughs> Check it out. Watch this. Exercise my tongue, so you are. I read him ready for ministry, so guess what? Running extra. Yeah, yeah. Bless up.